live in Brooklyn. I've been, I think I've been in Brooklyn. I think I've been in AC for about eight years, maybe. Um, I was a regular at this meeting for probably the first two years of the pandemic. Um, and it's nice to see some faces and names I haven't seen in a while. I miss you guys. Um, my topic is loving parents. And specifically, I wanted to talk about, for me, the tool of identifying myself as the loving parent. Um, and it was nice to hear that reminder tonight when the solution was read and it says, the solution is to become your own loving parent. That's the solution. So for me, it's really important for me all, every day, all day long to remember who am I? I'm the loving parent, right? Um, so I'm gonna read a passage from the Red Book. This is in chapter eight, the solution becoming your own loving parent. And I'm going to start on 298 and just read a couple paragraphs. Uh, what does it mean to become your own loving parent? The first step in reparenting ourselves involves recognizing the loving voice inside. Our experience shows that every adult child has love inside, regardless of what the person says or believes. Love is there and it is original. Um, I love that what it says there. Every adult child has love inside, regardless of what you might think or what you might say. If you think there's no love inside you or that there's no loving parent inside you, you're wrong. Like, that's just not true. Um, as we awaken the loving parents inside, we remember a simple slogan, first things first. Many adult children rush into inner child work without taking time to meet their inner caring parent. As a result, some of us will struggle with finding the inner child until we take this necessary step. The inner child will usually not emerge until we establish our loving parent. In some cases, a sabotaging aspect of the inner child will emerge if we rush this phase of our recovery. This angry aspect of the inner child can overpower the newly developing loving parent and delayed recovery. There are many ways to awaken the loving parent inside, including writing a letter. They might say, dear loving parent, I recognize you and I'm depending on you to help me be gentler with myself and more accepting of myself. Please challenge me to try if I am apathetic, but also help me give myself a break if I judge myself too harshly. Help me focus on progress rather than perfection. We keep the letter handy and read it often until it feels natural to make contact with this loving part of ourselves. Reparenting ourselves can mean many things, but the central theme is that we are willing to challenge our critical inner voice and to care for the child within. By reparenting ourselves, we lose interest in harming ourselves with addictions and compulsions. We remind ourselves that we have worth. We do this as often as it takes without thought of the repetition or how long it, or how it might sound to another person. Um, so to me, the translation is just like, just keep doing this stuff, no matter how crazy it seems to you or how might crazy it sounds to like somebody else. And um, don't talk about it with people who are gonna think you're crazy. <laughs> That's the last thing we need. Cause it even sounds crazy to me, you know, after I've done this for eight years and it's like completely changed and improved my entire life, it still sounds crazy. So be, be careful. And, you know, just be willing to be crazy, because, like, what have you got to lose? 
Um, I also want to say that I have a little bit of an argument with the sort of relationship suggested in the Red Book toward your loving parent. And it suggests that, like, you're here and the loving parent is somewhere inside of you, like some being that you need to access. And I would argue from my personal experience that that's not true, that actually I am the loving parent. It's not something inside of me or some additional character that I can make contact with or not. It's me. And the more I identify with myself as the loving parent, the better I feel and the more able I am to like, I think correctly relate to other aspects of myself, like the inner critic or my inner kids. Um, and like, what is the loving parent? I think all I need to see are the words loving parent. It's the part of myself that's loving, that's it, right? So it's not the part of myself that's like wise or, um, you know, smart or funny or, or um, you know, it's just the part of me that's loving. And it's the part of me that loves no matter what, like a really good parent would do, you know? Um, a really good parent would respond with love to his or her or their child, no matter what the kid was doing, right? The loving parent wouldn't feel disgusted or turned off or, you know, annoyed or upset. Like a perfect, perfectly loving parent would always respond with like empathy and care and wanting to help. Um, and I think a lot of us have a lot of trouble relating to even the idea of that or even the idea that we could have that inside of us. Um, but for me, I like, I made a decision that that's who I am, regardless of what, whether or not that's how I'm feeling. Um, I know that before ACA, I was often so overwhelmed by like negative feelings of feeling abandoned, neglected, disregarded, criticized, hopeless, unwanted. And I felt that like, that was who I was. I was the person who felt anxious or unwanted or rejected. And I identified with that so strongly, I acted those feelings out, right? And um, I'm sure all of you can relate to that, um, those situations where you feel like you've just lost control over your behavior because you're so overwhelmed with your feelings. You have no idea what you might do next. It's really scary. Um, you might act like a toddler. <laughs> I have done that many times, you know? I've acted like a toddler. I've, um, you know, my boss would write me a little email and I'd write that. My boss would be like, Aaron, you can't say stuff like that and i'm like i'm be like huh why not or like my boyfriend you know he went and say or do the right thing and i was just like lose my shit you know because i related so strongly to those feelings i didn't know anything else to do um and now i know when i have those feelings i'm the parent and i take care of the part of myself that's experiencing the feeling right it doesn't mean that i don't that I try to shut the feeling down or talk myself out of the feeling. Just remember, I'm the parent. I'm a loving, confident, stable, peaceful, eternal presence, actually. I believe that the loving parent is kind of an eternal part of herself. And 
I am here to take care of whatever comes up within me. So I wanted to give like a really concrete example of this that happened um, very recently. I planned a cabin vacation with my extended family. I'm single, I'm 50. And um, we all go up every year to Lake Ontario, about six miles, about six hours north of New York City. Um, and we all rent cabins at the state park. And it's my dad and my siblings and all of their spouses and their kids. And um, I've been doing this for a few years, so I've got it down. Like, I rent my own cabin. <laughs> I don't share a cabin with anybody. I rent my own car, so I'm not at the mercy of anyone around me. And I love it because like, I'll spend the whole morning by myself. I have everyone over to my cabin for lunch. Um, then I usually spend most of the afternoon by myself. I'll hang out with them at dinner time. I might spend an hour at the campfire, but mostly it's like a retreat for me, right? And they're all like together the whole time. And I'm like, how the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> For me, like two or three hours a day with the family is plenty. Um, and I enjoy it a lot and I love them a lot. And um, this year, a lot of feelings came up where I was noticing that like every single person in my family, like little nieces and nephews who are in their 20s all the way up to like my dad who's 80, I'd be like, hey, so great to see you. How's work going? You know, how are your relationships going? How are your friends? How's your volunteer work? How's your health? Blah, blah, blah. Because you know what? I really care. And I want to know how they're doing. And I want to listen. And after a couple of days, I'm like, that's interesting. No one's asked me a fucking thing <laughs> about how I'm doing. How's my job? How is my volunteer at the meditation center going? How's the apartment? How are my friends? How's my health? No one asked me one fucking thing minutes yeah yeah um and i'm like i had all kinds of feelings about it right so part of me is like what is wrong with these assholes what is their fucking problem this is not even like polite to like not ask a couple things right um were they like raised by wolves um and then another part was me like i felt so hurt and abandoned that they didn't care about me and like oh they don't care and then another part is just like maybe i'm just not interesting <laughs> they didn't want to hear about it because i'm so mean you know um and then there's a part of me that's just like wow you're so stupid for caring like don't take this personally these people in your family don't ever ask anyone how they're doing that's not what they're like that's not their thing it has nothing to do with you. So like, why are you so upset? Or um, like, you know that like, this is not where you go for like validation and love and encouragement. That's what your friends are for, right? That's what your like meditation saga is for. That's what your 12 step companions are for. Don't go to your family for this because that's stupid. Um, so there's always like different parts of me that have all these like kind of unpleasant and painful responses to the situation, right? Um, and then they're all legitimate and they're all valid. And then there has to be a part of me just like, wow, to each one of those characters inside of me, the critical part and the hurt part and the angry part, and just be like, I get it. I get it. And it's okay to feel that way. And I'm here for you. And I love you. And I want to hear and know everything you have to say. And you can share with me as long as you want. I just want to know more about it. 
you know? So I sat with it, each of those characters and sometimes I wrote down what they told me. Um, and it really worked, you know? Because I was giving those characters what they needed from me. They didn't feel like they needed to get that stuff from my family anymore. I do want to say that sometimes I'm so overwhelmed when I'm identifying so strongly with an inner kid or a critical part that I can't summon up my identification of the loving parents. So then you know what I have to do? I have to like, I have to find, I have to like go to my higher power, right? Sometimes I need my higher power to be the loving parent to me, to bring, to like, let me just like release my feelings, you know, to someone who really cares. Or I have to call a friend and ask them to be my loving parent for a while, you know? Um, I have a wonderful, loving parent. For me, I'm a Buddhist, so I picked um, a particular Buddha, Jason Kappa, who was actually a monk in, I think, the 1200s in Tibet. And um, I read his stuff all the time, and he's helped me so much by, like, following his directions and instructions. So I have a lot of confidence in this higher power that he's, like, a real enlightened being who was really there for me. And he's very vivid to me. And when I feel like I can't summon my loving parent, Jason Kappa is my loving parent. And I hope you all have some, it doesn't matter who it is. It matters that you have someone or something that you can go to when you need some loving parenting enough to re restore you to your own identification with your own loving parents. It is a wonderful thing to have. Um, yeah, so I don't try to parent my kids while I'm still identified with the kid. Like, I can't calm and soothe my critical part when I feel like I'm the critical part, or I can't calm and soothe a, a sad kid when I feel like I'm just, like, overwhelmed with sadness. So first, it's important. One minute. Yeah, to, if I do feel, like, completely overwhelmed or identified with a part inside of me, to, like, get some outside help first, either from a higher power or from a friend. Um but wow, I just want to say the last little thing is that I am so grateful that I have these tools because I feel like with my higher power and the tool of remembering that I'm a loving parent and what my proper relationship is to the different parts inside of me, like I can handle anything. And that is a good feeling to know that I can rely on my higher power and rely on myself whatever comes up. And I'm really grateful for AC for giving that to me. And I'm looking forward to hearing all of you. Thank you.